0: Welcome to the Sliders and Curveballs podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm here with my son, Joseph.
1: Together, we are learning sports one game at a time.
0: hey sports fans we are on the train just got done with the harlem exit so we're closing in on grand central station it is about quarter to ten we've been spending the last two hours riding and talking with donovan's dad bill Klingen talking about everything under the sun from the celtics to the red sox to yukon everything about donovan growing up he's giving a lot of great tips to joseph on Him recently making his AAU basketball team. Congratulations to Joseph. And uh, we're so excited to see the men take on St. John's today at the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. And um, Bill's been really great. Uh, A lot of fantastic stories about Donovan growing up. Apparently a really big home run hitter. Hit a lot of monster home runs when he was growing up and pitched a few no-hitters as well, so really excited to see Donovan play today. He did not play in the first St. John's game, if you remember, and um, go UConn. We will bring you the sounds of the game. Joseph, you excited?
1: Yeah, very.
0: Let's go UConn.
2: Hi, this is Christopher Antonucci from Waterbury, Connecticut, and I'm a 2014 UConn graduate. Thank you to the Sliders and Curveballs podcast for having me on. My voice is a little hoarse from the UConn game last night against Providence at Gample. It's fresh in my memory, but this past Sunday's game against Xavier was my favorite UConn family outing. I did go to Houston last year with my uncle and older cousin, but I'm sticking to the media family for this memory. It was the coaches versus cancer game. My parents, brother, and I each were a bunch of family members that Andrea Hurley and the coaches' spouses created that have been affected by cancer. Sunday's game was also when UConn honored the 2004 team, my favorite UConn team of all time. 2023 20, is close behind. Where I met Talik Brown and Charlie Villanueva after the game. Now to the upcoming game against St. John's. UConn and St. John's are facing off in the Garden for their second matchup of the season. The Huskies won a festivist Thriller in Hartford on December 23rd, edging out the Red Storm 69-65. That win began UConn's current win streak of nine games, as they are currently atop the Big East standings and hold a four-game lead over the seventh-place Red Storm. My Keys to the Game Donovan Klingon, UConn's first conference game without Klingon was the St. John's game in December. Joel Soriano grabbed a double-double with 14 points and 11 rebounds and 30 minutes of action for the Red Storm, while Samson Johnson had 16 points and 4 rebounds in 30 minutes. If Klingon stays out of foul trouble, I'm looking at you refs, he can make it difficult for Soriano and St. John's to stop UConn. Free throw shooting. UConn is shooting 73% on the season in free throws. It's not bad, but it can be improved once March arrives. They shot 67% from the free throw line last time these two teams played. Their defense and late clutch plays were enough to hold off St. John's on December 23rd. With the game at the Garden this weekend, it recalls St. John's jealousy of UConn fans taking over the arena whenever these two teams play. It was recently addressed again a few months ago when Pitino said he'd only have future Yukon games played at Carneseca. I don't see it happening. He's only saying that to get more St. John's fans at games at the Garden. He knows what he's doing. He's a veteran of the Big East. It's technically an away game, but the Garden is Yukon's third home. I've yet to attend a Garden game, though. Last night's game against Providence at Gample was the best home atmosphere I've experienced for a Yukon game, despite the awful officiating. When the fans are loud and active, it motivates the team even more, making the crowd go into a frenzy when the team goes on a run, culminating in a big red chant. If UConn stays healthy and continues playing the way they have since the Creighton game a couple of weeks ago, I can see this team making a deep run in March and repeating as national champions. The way they played against Creighton and Xavier reminded me of the Arkansas and Gonzaga regional games last March. Have a great time at the game. Go Huskies.
1: I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of
0: we've made it here to the arena the beautiful madison square garden just had a chance to see superfan little red took a picture with him shout out to little red i hope that you enjoy the game once again thanks for uh donovan's dad bill he led us all throughout the city when you're following a guy who's six foot six wearing the number 32 and you're with an 11 year old it's great to have some height in front of you as you're navigating the streets and the sidewalks. It's a little bit of a further walk from Grand Central Station than I thought to get to MSG. But we made it in about a half an hour. I got my cardio in. And we made it here for the shoot around. We just said hello to Hassan Diara, who texted me the other day. So did Tyler Olander. So did Kevin Freeman, all wishing Joseph congratulations on making his AAU team, the Connecticut Falcons. Shout out to Middletown. We're going to be playing for them in the spring. And we're here. Just saw Klingon looking good out on the court. Cam Spencer shooting. I am a little bit worried I did not see Alex Caraban out there. I don't know if he is a game-time decision. Skipped the 11-15 shoot-around. But a lot of great fans. St. John's coming in. I see Soriano walking in, see David, David Benedict, Val Ackerman there in the background. We just saw Jimmy Jackson, who I guess is going to be calling the game for Fox. And it's exciting. I think that St. John's is actually doing a celebration for their 1999 Elite Eight team. As you hear the band in the background. If you remember that 1999 St. John's team, those teams were fun to root against. Ron Artest, Bootsy Thornton, Eric Barkley, Lavar Postel. Ironically, UConn whipped them twice that year, including by almost 20 in the uh, Big East Championship. And uh, Kevin Freeman, our buddy, was the MVP of the Big East Championship. And then, of course, UConn went on to win their first national championship that year. But we're expecting big things from UConn today. Number one ranked team hasn't been ranked number one in the regular season in 15 years, and I was wondering, and I was asking Bill Klingen, when's the last time they were ranked number one in the regular season coming into MSG? I have no idea. Joseph, tell us who your favorite players are coming into the game today.
1: I mean, Klingen's better better have a good game than guard. Um, what's his name, Um, Soriano, uh, Soriano. if he doesn't, we might be dead. And then um, definitely our big six man that's been helping a lot when he gets in, Hassan Diarra got to play great. And
0: then we got to make our shots. Here comes UConn right now. Let's go Connecticut. Connecticut's coming in with a smattering of booze. UConn Nation, let's get in the building. A lot of UConn fans getting their food, getting their beer. Join us for the sounds of the game on the Sliders and Curveballs podcast. 12 o'clock tip time in the Mecca. Thank you so much to Chris Antonucci for leading us on our intro. And uh, Carabian does not look like he's gonna be playing. So Yukon loses a very important shooter, a very important defender and leader, and a guy who can slip into the five spot when foul trouble happens. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Caravan is in street clothes, in a boot. We're wishing him a quick, speedy recovery. Once again, Chris, thank you so much for sharing Your feelings, we hope that you get out to see MSG soon. It's a magical arena. All the seats are blacked out, and it's like you're on a stage. All the lights are bright, like Broadway, right on the basketball. Tip time in 20 minutes. Tino just walked into a smattering of cheers and boos. We're in a pretty heavy enemy territory section right now. A lot of red around us. Excellent seats right on the corner, probably 14 rows off the court. It definitely feels like hostile territory. I can't get a gauge whether or not it's I uh, I wanna hope it's 50-50, but it feels it feels pretty red. So uh, we're gonna see you got to win on the road in the Big East and there's no bigger place. Welcome to Madison Square Garden. You ready Joe?
1: Yeah. our nation's colors. are members of the Saint John's University ROTC Red Storm Battalion Army. Yeah. And we're to perform "The Star-Spangled Banner." Please welcome Brad Banks. Let's go, Oh, see, can you see? what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, This is the starting lineup and 6 foot 2 a senior from Queens New York Let's go Let's go Texas number two, from out past so Texas number 3 stands 7 foot 2 Let's go time Let's go! is Brandon basketball operations, The assistant coaches are Jeanette Brown, Bob Wolfe, Van Maken, and Ricky Johns. The associate head coach is Steve Masiello. And your head coach, leading the red to the
0: back and forth. UConn versus St. John's. This is going to be a war. Let's tip it off and see who's better. Great start for UConn. Takes a 14-7 lead. The crowd is fired up too. 14-7 UConn at the 15-minute mark. Hassan Diara gets the start instead of Alex Caravan who's banged up. Crowd is really getting on Hurley. And boy, I didn't realize that the UConn fans actually stand in the lower bowl until we score. That was really pissing off some St. John's fans. And uh, they wanted him to sit down. High energy in New York. St. John's takes the lead. They, they get a little hot from three. 17 to 16, St. John's now. Klingen uh, took a seat. Stewart and Ball came in. And now Klingen is back in the lineup. 11 minutes and 41 seconds left to go. The crowd is really wild for a uh, Saturday afternoon. Both teams want this badly. We're just to the right of the student section too as Tristan tries to make the free throws. make makes them both. To score at half joe 37 36 saint john's saint john's by one and i'll be darned but the ki- the guy who hit two shots in the last two minutes is our old friend and national champion transfer to saint john's Nahim aline there's a spy in the camp saint john's leads by one in a very competitive game They just introduced the 1999 St. John's team that went to the Elite Eight. Wow, 17 years in the NBA for Meta World Peace.
1: Is now time for our punt to win challenge. Pretty cool to see these guys. <laughs>
0: Ron Artest looks like he can go play right now.
1: These little town blue are melting away
0: Second half, getting ready to tip. UConn really looked good in the 14-7 to run. Since then, it's been a little bit disjointed. I think St. John's actually might have looked a little bit tougher. Um, Klingon got into a little bit of foul trouble. St. John's got a little bit hot uh, with the shooting. Um, I don't know about the crowd. It's tough to say for my area. I'm in the lower bowl. It feels like maybe 70 70%. St. John's there's a lot of red red is an easy color to see it feels like there's a lot um you know they want to see the number one team in the nation get upset such a fun experience you got to come to MSG it's going to be a wild second half whichever team plays harder is going to get it they're coming out for warm-ups again Joseph, what do you think about the first half? UConn got to step up. Connecticut, we need you. If you want to be number one one more week, you got to win on the road, baby. We need Klingon. He's got two fouls. Come on in and go to work. We need Cam to shoot. We we miss Caribbean. And we need Tristan. Hassan, let's do it.
2: Alright fans, in the garden, it's sold out and it's
1: time for the second half, so we need you to make some noise. Edge on on number eight Chris level. Hey. That is just support 16 fouls on the red storm. Hey. Stefan Castle for Connecticut at the line. Shooting
0: two. Let's go Stefan. What's that?
1: Osani Ara returns for the Huskies. Oh, they, and oh, the only number one Joel Soriano. And number 55, Teresa trailer right. Oh, I didn't see the trouble. Oh, oh yeah. It's right. too early in back. It's 12 minutes left. You are right, brother. All right, now stop being right about UConn, all right?
0: What's the game plan now coach? Uh, drive the lane, right? Yeah. Fire him. Yeah. You got to drive the lane. Defense. Stay home on that D. rowdy in the garden. I may not get a PG rating on this podcast.
1: What? What this Sit community. down. Sit down. This is definitely
0: not going to get a PG rating on this podcast.
1: It's amazing
0: how what fans do in, in a, in, in a in a heated environment, they just lose their minds. Joseph's getting a good lesson on fans mixed with beer that don't like each other. You got to use your heads. And we're sitting with great St. John's fans, actually. But it's amazing, both sides of the fence. If you don't use your your common sense at a game, it's it's uh, not good. Anyway, UConn 53, St. John's 48. With 11 minutes to go, fantastic in the garden. the time, 10 minutes and 34 seconds, 56-51 UConn, but Klingon has picked up his fourth foul. Uh, what are these next five minutes going to look like until they bring him back in again? Can Samson help? We need Cam and Tristan. It's a close game. Whoever works harder. UConn up by 10, 7 minutes and 17 seconds. 17 uh, minutes and 16 seconds to go, forgive me. Klingon with four fouls, Samson with four fouls. The next three or four minutes is gonna decide the game. UConn's been very active, a huge shot by Cam Spencer, and uh, the next, uh, next few possessions are really gonna make a difference. UConn's played fantastic the last three or four minutes, trying to close it out in the garden. Trying to hang on.
1: Uh, uh, If I can make it there, I'm going to make it anywhere. It's up to you.
0: Two minutes to go, UConn ten point lead. A lot of air ball screams here from the the faithful. Looks like UConn's gonna get ready to put this away. Tristan Newton dribbling. Swish it. Nope. Cam Spencer gets his own rebound. And Klingon has not had to come back in this game. UConn has extended the lead with him on the bench. Championship DNA is what they call it. I don't like <laughs> <laughs> two minutes, two minutes to go. Where's the post-game celebration? Lost tacos, number one. And you won't believe what we're eating. Two adobado tacos with everything on them. Two carne asada tacos. These things are incredible. Right across the street from the garden, if you got on the train or you got into a cab, you made the wrong move. We are killing these tacos. Yukon is still number one. And we're partying Saturday night in New York City. Already, we were on the 415 train, getting ready to head back to New Haven. Actually just bumped into our buddy, Jared Kotler. Hello to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. And we bumped into Little Red on the way out. It's always good luck when you see Little Red. We saw him on the way in and we saw him on the way out. Fantastic guy. Shout out to our new friends from St. John's who sat right in the same row as us. Three brothers, they were fantastic. Really nice guys. Um, a lot of rowdy fans all around us. Some were not getting along, but um, our row was fantastic, and they were very gracious to Joseph, and uh, um, it was a tight, fun game. Um, I think the difference in the game was right at the 12-minute mark when Klingon sat down with his fourth foul, I look up at the clock and I say, listen, this is is the game here. Klingon's probably not going to come in until about five or six minutes left in this game. Either St. John's is going to tie this game, and UConn's going to lose this lead, or they're going to play some small ball, and UConn is going to go ahead and expand this lead, or it's going to just totally change the direction of the game. What happened? Klingon really never had to come in again. UConn salts it away, and this is without caravan. so I'm really proud of my guys to go on the road into semi-hostile territory, and uh, UConn pulls out the win. No better place to see a game other than Madison Square Garden, or at your own home. Joseph, what did you think of the experience?
1: I mean, it was great. It was really exciting. The fights were kind of a little wild. The girl kind of throwing, starting it, and my friends next to me starting to end it. And it was really exciting, kind of scary sometimes. But, you know, swearing. This podcast turned from PG to read it
0: And then what do we do after um, uh, the game to celebrate?
1: Went to
0: some shoe stores. Shoe stores. What'd you see? Empire State Building. Uh, what we have for, uh, for a celebratory dinner? We got some tacos. All righty. Well, thank you so much for coming on the journey with us. Sounds of the game only on the Sliders and Curveballs podcast. And we'll see you next time. Super Bowl bingo coming up in about a week. Thank you so much for joining us in New York City. UConn still number one.